Hey, hey, hey. Hey, y'all. We back with another motherfucking episode <laughs> of your favorite podcast, Black Girl hey, Overthinking, with your favorite host, Ray. Asia. And you guys, today we're going to be talking about feeding into the Pinocchio's delusions. Yes, in multiple different aspects <laughs> of life. Because <laughs> <laughs> it can be delusional in a lot of ways. Real delu My baby daddy being one of But that's neither here nor there. Screaming out my man. <laughs> Screaming <laughs> out his woman. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> Next caller, please. Immediately blocked. <laughs> Criminal offensive side eye. But <laughs> uh, we gonna start y'all off with some world topics. Yes, world topics. Oh my gosh. So first, I want to get into the fair now that released this month. Like, we talked about this last season a little bit. Like, we didn't get into it too much, but we mm-hmm. did talk about it coming into uh, effect this year. And We all kind of just I, forgot about it. Yeah, we kind of <laughs> did forget about it. Like, <laughs> until that girl made that post on TikTok, honey, I wasn't even thinking about it. I forgot. Yeah. We've been so sidetracked with Kiki Palmer and her baby daddy. We... <laughs> <laughs> In the submarines <laughs> with the millionaire. Uh, yes. Oh my God. For those who don't know what they now y'all, it's pretty obvious. It's the fucking federal. It's the federal. <laughs> All of your purchases, being able to monitor what you're doing with your money and how you spend it, and being able to control, stop, hinder, remove, or whatever, they, they can control your money. They're yeah. trying to eliminate physical paper currency and only do digital currency so they can track everything that you're doing with your money. But not only that, they're trying to be um, like, you know, how we use Cash App and how like it goes directly to the person. Right, um, or Zell. Now, if we were to use FedNow, um, it would be transferring from our bank to FedNow and then to uh, said person, so they get to see uh, the money that's coming to us and the money that's leaving us. So that really, like, I feel like this will really help them whenever it's time for tax season. Um, you know, for people who don't be reporting all of their income and stuff, I feel like that that has something to do with them implementing this new system. And also monitoring like black people closely to what we're doing with our money. Because mm-hmm. we make the most money. We make America go around. What mm-hmm. we're doing with our money matters the most. So Definitely. Our dollar is very powerful. They have to make sure that we're not spending our money wisely and we spending <laughs> the shit that's gonna that's gonna make them rich and not make ourselves rich. Yeah. Oh oh holy shit. Holy shit. I forgot to mention this to Asia. But you guys over this weekend I watched this fucking incredible ass movie on Netflix. Um, 
I can't think of the name of it, but it had Jamie Foxx in it. Friend, when I tell you, you love it. This is right up our alley. What's um, it called? I love Jamie Foxx. So. Girl. Um, fuck, fuck, fuck. Let me... What's the movie about? Bro, it's a... Okay, okay, okay. Basically, it's about um, how... Okay, so it's about a pimp, a drug dealer, and a hoe. Right? Um, those I'm are <laughs> Those are the main characters. Right? Okay, but however, they discover... Um, this like top secret uh, chamber and they go into the chamber right but mind you the it's in a ghetto so like they think they about to go into this trap house but really it's um, okay so they go inside of the, tra- the trap house and then like they go to this like they open one of the doors it's supposed to be like a closet or something but however when they go in there it's an elevator like inside the closet or some shit so then they go inside of there the elevator takes them down and it's a whole government like fucking oh so they really it's a yes like the government government is putting drugs out the government is in control yes whole ring pimp ring yeah that's yes. like, yeah that's facts bro and so they just dis- they discover it and like inside of there it's like they're making shit to put into the black community Communities, yes. like the, bro, the movie is so fucking good friend i'm telling you, you will love it i can't gotta it. watch oh that. it's called they clone tyrone yes they clone shit. Tyrone? yes friend i'm gonna send it to you that on instagram friend <laughs> what i i need everybody to watch this movie this movie is so fucking good like it's friend like you know how we felt when we watched um what's the name of that movie that had i mean that show that had me in the chokehold that they wouldn't oh, bring a season two country. up mm-hmm. yet but it's, <laughs> it's like the same feeling we had when we watched Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country and we were seeing all the fucking hidden messages because they were like thrown in our face mm-hmm. it's like that like it's, it's some deep shit I really appreciate uh, them and I'm, I'm actually kind of surprised that Jamie Foxx was a part of something like that I don't know why but yeah. I'm not surprised uh, yeah I'm not surprised he hooped but um, I need you to watch that. Everybody, I need y'all to go watch yes, They Clone Tyrone. And I sent it yeah. to you on Instagram, friend. You're gonna love it. It's really good. I'm already know I'm gonna love it from just the, the plot. Yes, I know I'm gonna love it. Yes, but yes. I'm sorry. Sorry to cut you off. But yeah, I just, that made me think of that. Girl, but speaking of In Your Face, did y'all see what it be a young boy posted on? Social media for his cat. <laughs> First of all, his cat Neon Celine. I like his name, Neon. It's cute. It is. But what his message said was not cute. No, y'all. <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand. Okay, so y'all, it says it's me, Neon. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's me, Neon. I've been seeing a lot. My dad's so unhealthy. It's scary. Even his mental. He blows his money, making people smile who don't care to see the signs that's literally in their face. 20 fans a day. Please. Hashtag help. P.S. My bowl, Celine, and my first birthday bag on the way. But what really matters is him. He pissed out blood for two days straight. That's not. That's funny though. With a question mark, y'all. If this ain't a proper help, I don't know. I don't know what it is. This is so fucking sad. Like, okay, we're to, to be clear, the, we're not laughing at the message itself. We're laughing at the point of view. Using the cat. It's from a fucking cat. Like, why couldn't you say this with your chest on your page? It's people saying, "Y'all see what his cat posted about him." <laughs> this is sad. <laughs> be your own cat it's the thought of a cat really posting this this is hilarious it's like why would you do this why don't you just go get a therapist but at the same time he's still young and trying to figure out his emotions this was a blatant cry for help and I really hope wait, 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 wait. Here's a <laughs> I guess you could say he was too pussy to put it in his bitch <laughs> That's, this is terrible. <laughs> but it's not. About the it's not. It's just scary. It's, it's scary as fuck. But it's just like of <laughs> all the ways you can put. Yes, because like he's so he's so bold. Like you so bold to call out all these rappers and shit, but you're not bold enough to like ask for help. You know you need help, but you're not asking Somebody for it. Said- Somebody said 20 is enough to put a buffalo down. Well, yes, 20 then. That's crazy. That's insane. That's insane. Like, I need to go check on him. His people people need to check on him because literally, even in the message, he's saying that, like, the people that he surrounds himself with, they only care about his money and they're not even paying attention to the signs. It's literally in his face. Like, it don't get no clearer than this. Facts. Like, um, NBA young boy, I, I don't know if you're listening to this right now, but if you are, Please, 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 please seek help. Get a therapist. Get a therapist. I know you can afford one. Please go get a therapist. But you know what? Some people and and men, um, I noticed this. um, Men are not comfortable with talking to strangers, let alone about like their personal life, especially if you're a man who comes from the type of background that he does it's not easy for them to open up to strangers like that you know because they always feel like somebody got it out for them or like they're telling too much of their business just shit like that so we have to really sit and think about um different healthy alternative methods that they could use to cope since they don't want to talk to an actual licensed therapist because it's clear his his friends his friends and his folks is not paying attention to him otherwise yeah they don't care they just they care about him being well enough to get them money and that's really fucked up that is fucked up because honestly i don't care what nobody's saying he is crying out for help right now he's He's been crying out for help for a while a while not the first time that he's cried out for help like this is music he's been crying out ben 
And that's my whole thing. I feel like when you crying out for help, it's because you know you hurt and you know you need help. And I feel like telling him that he needs a therapist and presenting him with a therapist that he can feel comfortable with is key. Like, okay, of course, he's not going to open up to some random white person or just, you know, like he needs somebody that makes him feel comfortable. And this therapist out there that can help him, he needs a black, more more than likely female therapist. Like he, he no, I think he need a male. He need a black male. He needs somebody that he can actually he relate niggas. to. He's not gonna open up to no nigga. That's true, but it's just he like I can female. hear him. I can like literally hear him saying, "I don't need a fucking therapist." I feel like, I feel like when he get in an enclosed area, because it's one thing. Like he's still young. Like of course he's gonna react a certain way when there's a million cameras in his face and he know people are judging him but when he behind closed doors with somebody who he feel do care about him mm-hmm. and you know he's made to feel like he's cared about and it don't even gotta like what you do is you ease that kind of stuff on people you don't tell them oh well you need a therapist or whatever the case may be you introduce them to a therapist without letting them know that's what that is and let them open up and get comfortable with them on their own time you know like let him build a bond with that person aside from opening up just spilling out all his information. Once he feel comfortable enough, he'll be willing to, you know, go through therapy sessions or whatever the case may be. Because he is traumatized and he do have a lot of stuff that's going on with him. So it'll it'll have to be eased up on him. It'll, he'll have to build a rapport with whatever therapist he decides to go with or whoever he's provided with. But therapy is definitely the way to go. He also needs to be in re- rehabilitation. And in yeah, rehabilitation, sure. he's going to get access to a therapist anyway. He needs to be clean, but what he needs is somebody who loves him enough to help him through that process. Because everybody just using him for money. Nobody cares if he will help you. When he die, they still gonna be making money off him. Like you know, like they don't care. Mm-hmm. They don't I care. mean, I feel like there are definitely um, like just offline seeing how they act, the women in his life, um, not his mama because his mama a little cray cray, but like just his wife. Because he's married, his mm-hmm. um his actual wife. I believe that like she, you know, cares enough about him to introduce him to something like that. But you know, men like they have to want to do it on their own. Like they have to really get tired mm-hmm. of it. And it's like either they could introduce, you know, either they could introduce it to him, or he's just going to put on his big boy drawers and rip the bandaid off and be like, you know what, fuck this. I'm tired of living this way. I'm tired of feeling like this. And someone's got to give or I'm going to give out. Mm-hmm. I see he went and got a support animal. Do yeah, something, that's good. That's good. You know, cats are cats are better than dogs, if you ask me. Um, Girl, bye. I don't know what it's a dog to cuddle up with a cat. Cat, scratch your ass in your eye. Not all cats. Oh my gosh. That's like saying a dog gonna bite you. Not all dogs. I mean, dogs do bite. Exactly. If 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 everybody play. look, you know how Max is. What if you went off the judgment of, oh my gosh, I'm not getting another dog because I had this dog. He acted like this. Imagine, imagine if you thought like that. At the end of the day, animals react to their environment. So I'm not getting no cat because I don't fuck with you. So why would I get you? <laughs> like <laughs> I don't fuck with you. You're not gonna like me. You're gonna try to scratch me and shit like. No, Oh my gosh. They're not automatically like that, friend. They're very sweet creatures. Well, could be, can be, can be. It depends on your energy, though. Like, yeah. it depends on your energy. If your energy don't sit right with that cat, that cat will fuck you up. Like, is it that simple? <laughs> 
if you just get a little too annoying like cats don't play that they be liberated as fuck they do what they want like no maybe that's why i like cats because they're just like me girl because cats just like me too that's why i don't fuck with them you can just do what you want girl They just said, I do that enough for the both of us. Girl, yes. I need you to act right. You see Celine got that leash on. He said, we's not having it. Bro, that took me out. She got a vest and a leash. Clearly. Clearly. <laughs> Celine has been taken care of, okay? But. Yes, because she cute. She's definitely a service animal. It says, do not pet. <laughs> yes. That's his support animal. I love it. But like all jokes aside, though, I really do hope that he gets the healing and support that he needs to move forward with his life in the manner that he needs to and in a way that God intends for him to because it's not it's not healthy um the current path that he's on right now and you know, especially not- with all the kids that he has like mm-hmm. want to live to you know even see them graduate or go to their weddings or just whatever like you just you have to take care of yourself and i'm pretty sure he knows that but you know whatever to ease and numb the pain tempor- temporarily that's the most easiest thing to run to and so i'm pretty sure that's what he's doing right now and then plus it's very easy for him to gain access to all that shit uh with his status so you know but all the prayers yes all the prayers to NBA young boy you got this bro you got this shit yes I pray strength over him he will get better he will get better he's not a lost cause he's not he's not there's still hope for him he just he needs some time but speaking of needing time uh, you know who needs some time in prison for being fucking delusional this trans woman <laughs> the one who is talking about women biological women so they like to call us cis women don't own periods and uh how we're just what they call us they call us just breastfeeders uh birth givers like i don't i don't like this whole women hate train that they hopping on it's just it's it's really it's really pissing me off and like i had made a comment under this blog i was like um because i had seen the video and i was just like i'm really tired of people from the abc community coming from biological women and like i'm not gonna lie me myself I've been because I, I I rock with the, the ABC community, um, and I'm not saying that to be like disrespectful ABC community. It's just it's so fucking many letters, like you know, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I really fuck with them. Like I've like grown up, I've always been around gay people or trans people. Hell, my favorite auntie in this whole entire world was gay, and like does the person I was closest with ever. But, um, I don't know. I just, I feel like because of my relationship with the community, it's been making me kind of feel like hesitant or scared to speak out about how I feel. Because, you know, as soon as we say that we don't agree with something, it's always oh, transphobic. Hate, hate speech. You're again, you don't support this community. Blah, 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 blah. But as soon as 
some shit is saying about us y'all y'all don't be having this same type of fucking uproar yeah y'all do not be giving a fuck but as soon as somebody let me just say this though like well, yeah. to, to add on to what you're saying like how we can't say nothing a lot of transgender people and like um just gay people in general have been speaking up about this like for us because whenever we say something we're attacked so they've been also speaking their side and saying how they feel about the trans community attacking biological women and trying to basically replace us Mm-hmm. Yes, and it's just like, but you know what? And I was just having this conversation with Mikey uh, the other day, and I was just like, you know what? You, men are so fucking misogynistic that like y'all y'all really feel the need to step out of your gender and try to step into ours and really just claim and take fucking throne over a whole fucking gender. That you know nothing about. Nothing. Feeling, feeling like a woman and actually being a woman or two different fucking things. different things. Like that's so fucking disrespectful. And that's why like now it's just like the the more fucking delusional that y'all get, the more that us women is just like, you know what? Fuck this shit. Like <laughs> I'm tired of trying to keep the peace and try- I'm tired of trying to be nice yeah, and baby stuff. Yeah, because we don't want to offend them. So we just been letting them make it. But it's just like enough is a fuck enough. And I'm I'm very proud of my black woman because all of us are speaking up on it. We're like, okay, bitch. <laughs> like, no. You just yeah, something you, has to give. Yeah. How how far are we gonna go with this? Like for real. How far are we gonna go with this? Like I literally just seen a post on TikTok today of a transgender girl. Um, she was doing a video on on TikTok and she was saying basically how she might be the first um trans woman to give birth in a few years that they'll be able to trans do a uterine transplant and they'll have to take the uterus out after the baby grows in order for it to not reject inside of like that's doing too much get like, the fuck out if like, baby if that was god's will then you would be able to carry a baby but you're not okay you're supposed to help us produce babes like she's like it won't be her baby but the only way it'll be her baby is that she use her man juice to fertilize the egg before they place it inside the uterus inside of her body i was like huh the so fact that you're you still the daddy you just got somebody else's uterus in your body growing a baby and then you gotta take it back out you can't even keep it in so you're gonna go through all of that just to grow a baby inside of you how you finna put your baby out child like that's scary child I'm just what I will say what I will say is that it's not all of the trans people because um, even some trans people are like calling the delusional, delusional yes. ones out. They're like, okay, bitch. <laughs> we all don't feel like that. Like, <laughs> bitch, slow your motherfucking roll. <laughs> You're fucking it up for all of us. <laughs> that is just the T in the LGBTQ plus. That's yes. But, but even the trans women, like trans men, I don't be hearing shit about trans men. Trying to say they the real men. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you you know you're just saying shit. <laughs> like and, and you know and that just goes to show you 
because even trans okay trans men are still biological women and so it's like even even in their head they're like what the fuck we're not gonna come into this um thinking you know we own this gender and all that rah rah shit we're real men we're real men like relax because those are those are biological women we we it's just like we we don't we don't feel the need to prove ourselves we're gonna see it on their face with with the fucking facial hair they're like you know this should say enough all right Right, I'm trans. I'm a trans man. Like, come on. But it's like these trans women, y'all just gotta be fucking heard. Gotta be, and I'm and I'm not saying that to say that you shouldn't speak up for yourself. But y'all are being up fucking nauseous about it. Mm-hmm. Like going overboard. Y'all trying to literally push y'all way into a category where you just don't belong like it's just that simple you are a trans woman which is a category of men and this is coming from trans people yeah that is a category of men just like a trans man is a category of women the women who trans into men like I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna insert this clip um from this lady's video because she made some very extremely valid points and I just want y'all to listen. While everyone is in an uproar about who can bleed and who can't, men have become so obsessed with women that they want to turn into one. And I find it quite flattering that womanhood seems so great to you guys. Y'all know me. You may not like what I got to say, but I'm going to say it anyways. In recent conversation, there has been a lot of uproar between trans women and real women. In my opinion, I think the most misogynistic thing that a man can do is reject his biology as a man and go into women-dominated spaces telling other women how he's a better woman than them because it's based off of his feelings of how he perceives a woman to be while walking in society emulating what he believes a woman looks like by replicating other women when we're discussing womanhood i cannot go to another woman and ask her what it feels like to be a woman because being a woman is not a feeling however being a woman i absolutely am subjected to my reproductive organs that identify me as a woman and saying that doesn't mean that i'm less than a woman it just means that that is the beginning of my woman origin and my woman experience and for the women who can't have a baby we still recognize those women as women because they do have the reproductive organs to do so however we also understand that something is medically wrong with them I will give credence to the fact that women are not the only people who have a period if we're identifying them that way because non-binary people or trans men actually can also have a period but at the basis of it we call those biological women however when you're talking about trans women we understand that that is something that biologically impossible you cannot do the power struggle here that comes into play is when there is a very small minority of people imposing onto a larger group of people that are telling them what they would like to be called how they would like to be treated how they would like to be pronounced and how they would like to be identified but then you're imposing terminology onto them that they have yet to accept so i must appease your feelings calling you by the pronouns that you identify with as because you have chosen to make this decision about putting on a wig and putting on nails and putting on a dress however when i tell you i reject terms like birthing person or breastfeeder or real woman or biological woman or cisgendered woman at this point then i should just understand and accept it because science says so but science also says that the basis of your dna you are biologically a male so why are we not listening to science all the way across the board seems a little hypocritical to me and since everyone has such an issue with understanding just hilarious, let me go ahead and put 
put my cape on because I think I can break it down for you a little bit more. It's very disingenuous for you to overshadow that woman's feelings in regards to her womanhood when she actually has given birth to a baby, which biologically that does make her a woman. However, you decided to discuss her looks and says that she looks like a trans person while you're also attempting to advocate for trans people. It's giving inherent transphobia. Also, to resurface the interview where she's relaying her experience of a man DMing her thinking that she was a trans woman to have sex with her probably offended her because she's an actual woman and should be more of a slight to trans people considering the fact that that person has a fetish and just wanted to sexualize you and use you as an inanimate object. As a black woman, we have to be extremely mindful of how we attach ourselves to other intersectional groups when it comes to their issues because we're always the first to remind people nobody respects us and nobody protects us, but we're the first to jump into the line on a fire when other people need a defense so here's a few things to remember when you're talking allyship they're always present when it's time to give the tea or bash heterosexual meaning and amplify any bad experience that we've had in regards to our relationship issues but anytime it's time to help these children and provide for them or be a better role model or even your protection they are nowhere to be found not saying that there is an agenda, but I will say for a very small group of people who seem to not have any effect on anybody, when their issues come up in conversation, they're making a huge ruckus and their representation comes at the basis of overshadowing other marginalized people. Yeah, that lady was popping her shit. She said everything. I, there wasn't one thing that she didn't say that I didn't agree with. She left no crumbs. <laughs> None. None. <laughs> None okay. for anyone to gather. <laughs> Lord have mercy. But I think that's all that we... Is that all that we have for World Topics? No, because I really have to talk about how they did Justin Bieber, y'all. Oh, fuck yeah. I don't know if y'all been seeing the videos going around of his upbringing in the industry, but he was sexually assaulted on multiple accounts, verbally and physically. In like, the open. Just out in the open. In front of everybody. Like, absolutely not. Like... <laughs> And he spoke out about it. Like, he literally, like, it's one clip of him literally, like, going up on stage to get her a war and pinch, grabbing him by his neck and literally kissing this man all on his neck. And he literally walks up to the microphone and says, I feel violated. Everybody's laughing. He looks serious. <laughs> like, <laughs> so he was not that. laughing or joking. He was serious. That's so fucked up. That's fucked like, up. Like, this just goes to show, though, how men being sexually abused and exploited just goes over people's heads all the time. People act like men can't be sexually abused and in fact they can like just because you got away with doing that to him and he didn't go off on you or you know put his hands on you or make a big big scene about it don't mean that he, mm -hmm. he liked it or he was comfortable with that. Like and people just be ignoring that man's body language. He tell people with his body language and with his words that yeah, they're making him uncomfortable. I don't do don't do that to me. Like you know, asking him questions about his sexual his sexual life while this man is underage. All of this stuff was taking place before this man reached the age of twenty one. Before this man reached the age of eighteen. Like, mm -hmm. like y'all are whole full grown adults. Man, honestly. This world is just like rapidly declining. We're in the last days. <laughs> <laughs> like we are repeatedly, like honestly, honestly, I don't feel like there's anything safe anymore. Like in all the industries, all the fields, 
there's always some hidden ass sketchy ass shit going on like where you just have to watch your back and and it does and it's like it's it's non um it doesn't exclude anyone like kids aren't safe women aren't safe men aren't safe um let alone black people yeah old people are not safe like is where where do we draw the line when aliens come back baby the aliens have (laughs) the aliens been integrated into um our society being being men in black men men in black told us that (laughs) like they why do you think we're so uh, I'm not gonna say so advanced in technology because we're actually fairly behind in technology but um, we're supposed to be like Wakanda what happened yes you know what this reminds me of um y'all there's a song by this guy shout out to Rari he has a song called Forbidden Knowledge and it's it's fucking awesome I would play actually I might, I might play it uh, behind this. As you go listen to it, too, you will really like yes. it. You will really, really like it. But uh, just the stuff that he said in the song, he's, he's, he's fucking popping his shit. He's speaking. He's calling everybody out uh, as far as um, the government and the whole their whole agenda and stuff. It's like mm-hmm. a, I want to say like it, he is rapping, but it's not fast paced. I know what you mean. Like you telling the story. Yeah, oh, I love songs like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, shout out to Rory. And yeah, the yes, song is called y'all, please Justin Bieber. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ain't no telling what's going on here. Y'all see that man eye twitching and stuff now. He <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that's because he has like an actual. Uh, yeah, that uh, sickness. He got some type of disorder that he didn't develop. I forgot what it's called, but it's gotten better. I know it got better because I've seen him recently looking better. But goddamn, y'all know y'all gotta protect my man. He be out here getting tossed around like a damn salad, and it's not okay. It's not, but you know he ain't the only. And he called out for help several times. Poor baby. He did. It's so many young men out here crying out for help and nobody listening to them, and that's so fucked up. That is so fucked up. It's just this is oh this shit. I'm so tired. Have y'all do y'all ever get tired of fighting for your life every day? Fighting for my life. Like it's I'm I'm joking right now, but I'm so fucking serious. Yeah, I'm, I'm so tired. fucking serious. I'm like. Tired. There's so many, or there have been so many times where I woke up and I was just like, fuck, I gotta do this shit all over again. Another day? Really? Another day. I can't take this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm ready to step into the season where I'm like, I'm alive. <laughs> I wake up and be like, oh, it's morning time. Oh my god, I can't wait to wake up. Yes, off to Starbucks I go. Uh, I'm so happy to be here. Another day, another dollar. Like feel like it's Christmas every day when I wake up. Yeah. 
Yes, but that's the kind of life I'm looking forward to. We're manifesting that life, and that life is coming to us and it's approaching us very quick. That's why we're going through all these trials and tribulations right now. But you know what? <laughs> we tired. We need a fucking break. Uh, for real, we really do, y'all. <laughs> y'all don't have a, y'all don't have a single fucking clue, okay? Like it, it should be getting tough, and, and not to say that like shit not getting tough for all of us because we, we all going through some shit, and I'm praying for every single one of you guys. I do. I include you guys in my prayer at night, and I got a motherfucking mean ass prayer. Okay, nothing to fucking play with. But um, yeah, yes, there's a lot of emotional healing going on in the world right now, where we are all sinking and our vibrations are all rising. Like we have a lot of obstacles being thrown at us right now because we are a lot of us are in ascension at this time. Like mm-hmm. a lot of us are in ascension at this time, and it's meant to be that way. We're in the generation of Aquarius where things are being revealed to us, and we are no longer being spoon fed the bullshit. We refuse to take it. It's it's not making sense to us. You know, everybody is looking and searching for that higher knowledge. And baby, all I can say is. I'm proud and I can't wait to see what's next for us because we, the people who are ascending and the people who are seeking that higher knowledge, we're going to be inheriting the new earth, mm-hmm. you know? So life is going to be a lot different for us. You know, we don't, we're going to be living in 5D instead of living in 3D, not living in, in the matrix. Yeah. I can't so, wait. yeah, like we're getting to that point though. We're getting there. We are, but in the meantime, I'm gonna sit here up motherfucking set because Waterburger sent me a flat. It's not even a flat sprite. Do y'all know when y'all get those drinks? It is just a fizz. It's just yeah. a fizz. It's no flavor. The machine went out. <laughs> it's no flavor, y'all. This is what I'm talking about. I'm tired. This is gonna be my thirteenth reason why I'm done. The <laughs> like, fizzy water from Waterburger. What the? <laughs> and, and it's a fat ass. Cup, y'all know how large Waterburger cups is. This is the fat ass cup. Who the hell is this? Big dumb, stupid ass cup, and this shit is disgusting. Bro, yeah. I'm like, you know what? I'm just trying to keep the faith, like the vision said. I'm trying to keep the faith. It's okay. You ain't need all that soda. It's all right. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't good for you anyway. <laughs> oh my god. I don't care. I deserve this fight today. It's been a hell of a week, okay? Girls. Yes, it has been a hell of a fucking week. Oh my god. And that that goes right into a smooth transition because we definitely want to talk to y'all about our current life events and what's been going on. And mm. baby, emotional and mental health awareness for single parents has been on my mind. Heavy. Mm this month because y'all I got a confession because just like a few days ago I was in a really dark headspace I was really not feeling like from on the outside looking in I probably seem okay but on the inside I losing was, it losing her I shit. was in a headspace where I was like I hate being a mama I mm. hate being a mama I don't want to be a mama no more I don't want kids anymore like that's literally how I was feeling. Like, I just don't want to do this anymore I can't I can't like that's just how I was feeling like of course I wasn't taking out of my kids but it was just like on the inside I was boiling and if anybody know how I feel to be boiling on the inside and not able to act on it like it gets crazy like you be you be ready to just go somewhere and scream like a mad person like 
I feel like this is one of those things, like, um, just how I was talking about with the trans community and how, like, we be, like, dibbling and dabbling and we'll say nothing because we don't want to, like, offend anyone or, like, you know, want people to look at us crazy. I think mm-hmm. talking about how stressful being a parent is is another one of those subjects. Yes, because people be quick to judge, especially especially when they're not on yeah. the spectrum as a parent. Like, you like, mm-hmm. you have kids. So, you gotta, of course, you got a whole lot to say because you've never been in this predicament. You don't know how it feels, especially to be a single mom and have to deal with multiple children, let alone one child. Man. Multiple children at once? Like, come on. One child is enough. <laughs> Baby. One child is enough. Just having a, another person attached to you that that you basically have to answer to every beck and call taking care of this child you have to make sure that they you know they're learning properly they're developing properly they're eating properly you know they're clean they're safe you know like you can't just lay in the bed for a whole day and recuperate from stress you don't get that chance you don't get that opportunity like no matter how you feeling no matter what you're going through no matter how hard life get you still gotta get your ass up and take care of that baby every day every day sickness health like you could be a fucking cancer patient and you got a baby to take care of that's what you're gonna do like you still have to take care of that child that's a dead like that's a life contract like and don't let you be a single parent girl like so when you get sick and you don't have somebody else on the on the other side to take care of you 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 over here half dead in the kitchen making breakfast lunch and dinner for your kids like now they sick now you gotta take care of them on top of take care of yourself while you're sick like you know like that's a lot people don't be understanding like it makes you want to give up when you're doing it by yourself it makes you want to give up like it really do like it's so many points in my in my motherhood where i just like one thing i want to be a mama no more like i just and that's why a lot of these parents be killing themselves or killing themselves and killing their kids or just like Mm -hmm. this is a lot we don't get no help or we don't get taken seriously yes the more i'm the more time i spend in my motherhood the more i kind of understand where a lot of moms be coming from when they be really losing their mind and having manic breaks and shit like I get it. Like, I get it. Not to say they was right for how they reacted, but it's like, I get it. I get where your mind state was when you decided to just give up, when you decided to just say, fuck it. Like, I, I understand. Like, it's it's not for the weak. And some people just not as strong as others. Most definitely. Shit is crazy. Like, I went on a, a play date with one of my best friends from high school and uh, shout out to Jordan. That's my man's. He cool as hell, y'all. And he has a son. He's a single dad. And he has his son majority of the time. The shout out to all the mom. single dads. Yes. Shout out to all the single dads. Y'all are so special and we love y'all so much. Real bad. Stay strong, fellas. You Stay got strong. this, Kings. Yes, and I keep telling him, like, we are a community. Like, if you need my help, he always reach out to me for advice with his baby because... Of course, I'm a mama, like, you know, and I reach out to him for advice when it comes to boy stuff with my son. So we, you know, we exchange and we work as a community in that way. But he confessed to me after we went on this date with the kids. We took them to the park and had a picnic and, you know, we took them to the playground or whatever. And they had a good time. We was climbing trees and all that good stuff. And when the day was over he messaged me and was like he wanted to confess something to me and what he confessed to me was really really like 
he just he was depressed like he was depressed and tired emotionally like he he's tired from being a single dad like he was he felt guilty that he wasn't able to be as present with me and the kids as he wanted to be and I just had to like I understood that you was feeling low at the time and little did he know I was feeling low too and just having his company around me made me feel a little less stressed out being around somebody else that is also a single parent and that was working with me and and you know like we like my son kept saying we're a family and I feel like we are family like he's like a, a brother to me like so and not even not even like I wouldn't even say he a brother because I wouldn't even say it like that because he do like me a little bit more than I would say he a brother. Yeah, be real. <laughs> yeah, I would say he a brother, but I love him deep enough like that. You know, like how I would love somebody that's in my family. Like, I've been knowing him for a long time. And I, I admire him for being there for his child, no matter what situation he in. Even when he's not in a good financial situation, he still is there for his child every single day. And his baby is so smart, y'all. So smart and so cute and very social. And he knows how to play very well with other kids. And I was just like, you're doing a great job. I had to remind him, like, you're doing a great job. Don't let nobody tell you that you're not. And please don't stress yourself out too much. Because as single parents, we always feel like we're not doing enough. No yep. Matter, That's no me for sure. That is me for sure. Yes. No matter how much we give. And it's because we're only one person. We're only one person. And it's meant for two people to be doing this job amongst other people. Yes. It really does take a village. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it takes a village. Like. And that's why I will say, like, um, shout out to our support team and the people who um do help us with our kids, whether that be family or non-family members. Because, like Asia said, it really does take a village. Um, especially mine. Special shout out to the people who help me with my son on a daily basis. Because without them, I think I would have been lost my shit. But thank you, mommy. Thank you, Austin. Thank you, um, um, grandma. Yes, I, I'm getting I'm getting it. Thank you, Tegan. Thank you, Aiden, Jules, all my brothers, basically. <laughs> thank yes. you, thank you, Dad, my stepdad Telly. He's fucking awesome too. Um, yeah. That's when I was there, it. me, period. Yes, in Asia as well. Well, duh. <laughs> but that's that's pretty much it, cause yeah. Yes, yeah, cause Ray. Chanel, Timmy, those are my baby daddies, y'all. A period. <laughs> the fuck? We the baby daddy. Yeah. <laughs> baby father. Those behind me and my kids, period. No, real spill. <laughs> real spill. We are our village. Like, we create our village. I really love that for us. Yes, and my little sister. Shout out to you, Shamaya. That's my baby. She always wants them all the time. Ooh, ooh. Yes. Best auntie. Best auntie. Let's get it. Yes, Auntie Award goes out too. Period. <laughs> but yes, y'all, that it's just been it's just been um a journey. Motherhood has been a journey. <laughs> it's been a beautiful journey, but it's also been stressful. And you 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 have to include the stress, like because yeah. I feel like a lot of these um a lot of these Instagram moms they love to glam up romanticize <laughs> yes romanticize mother and you know what let me be fair because motherhood it should be romanticized to a degree because it's a mm-hmm. very beautiful 
spiritual, super nurturing thing. Yes, like with your baby, but it's just like you said, it takes two people. Like, isn't that's not something that you should be going through by yourself? That's really fucking depressing, and that's why a lot of um mothers, especially single mothers, that's why it's so easy for us to go through postpartum depression even fucking five years after we didn't had the baby like that shit will still linger mm-hmm. uh, i need more people to be aware of that this shit is real and it's mm-hmm. it's deeply affecting us we are not okay no for real like and i really appreciate the mommies on like tiktok and instagram that are being real and giving out coping mechanisms for people to help them through being single parents and you know managing multiple children at once or managing even just one child that or even children that children that require special needs and you're still yeah. a single parent i can only imagine what the fuck they go through man because I, I do have a friend um that's a single parent he has a son with autism and it's a lot for him it's a lot for him it's a lot he's dedicated he loves his son so much Right, of course we love them. They're our children. Mm-hmm. But I'm like real sick of the people who do just who don't have any children or just like want to put their two cents in and just like, oh, you know, because it's so easy for them to just um, whenever we say something about um, or try to vent about our problems, it's so easy for them to be like, oh, well, you had the kids, so you have to deal with the consequences. Blah blah blah. Okay, I didn't have this baby by myself. I didn't exactly. think I would be happy to shit by myself. Like, come on, it's really yeah. fucked up. Because I had a real moment with my baby daddy, y'all. My, y'all know my baby daddy is in prison. And he got a hold of somebody's phone in prison, y'all. And he be just... Because <laughs> <laughs> I won't put no money on <laughs> But no, that's beside the point. So he reached out to me or whatever. And he was like, why you hate me? And I was like, why do I hate you? Well, let me go ahead and confess something real fast. I honestly feel like I let you ruin my life over love. Yep. I let you ruin my life over love. And I'm I trusted you, you know, to do what you're supposed to do as a man, but you left me out here to fend for myself with two kids. And I hate being a single mother. Like I I don't like it. Like I I hate you for that. I resent you for that. Like <laughs> you know, like I resent myself for making this decision with you. Yeah. Like, I really be regretting that shit all the time. Like, and people be, when people hear moms say stuff like this, they automatically be felt like we're ungrateful for our children or whatever. But I'm very grateful for my kids and I love my kids deeply. But my circumstance is not what I was hoping it to be. And I'm not satisfied with this situation. Like, I'd rather be with someone that's helping me take care of my children than be by myself taking care of them. Like, right. It's just that simple. Right, like when our parents say shit like, "Oh, you'll understand when you're older." You know, I'm really starting to understand. You know, it was not lying. This shit is okay, Shroomies. Enough of the sad talk. Now it's time to get into my favorite part of the show. Yes, Um, am I overthinking or what? what? Okay, so how you want to do this, Asia? You want to read the first one? You want me to? Uh, you can read the first one. Hookie dookie. So, 
Our first question comes from a very fine fellow named OJ. And he says, am I overthinking or what? Please don't judge me, but I acted broke for three months. I told my girlfriend I was broke and couldn't afford spending on her. So she should try to take care of the minor things she need. And I'm working hard to bounce back. By the end of the first month, my girl started acting weird. And her attitude towards me changed. I found her cheating in the second month. Oof. And now I'm heartbroken. I bet you are. We have been dating. <laughs> We've been dating for eight years. Damn. Eight years. And she cheated on you. Dump her. Just he for said, two months of being broke. That's crazy. He said, we've been dating for eight years and I helped her complete uh, her university. She has apologized and she's been acting remorseful, but I don't trust her anymore. Um, if she could do that in less than three months, I don't think she could be my wife. I'm told this is long as fuck, OJ. But he said, I'm totally confused whether to accept her back or not. I only did this because I wanted to know if she could take care of herself without me. Because uh, from the beginning of our relationship, I've always provided for her. Oh, I really feel for you, bro. But you, you not overthinking this. You need to leave her in the dirt. Like if she couldn't stand ten toes behind you for these little two to three months, and you've been taking care of her all these fucking eight years, you need to drop her because she's not your person. Because your person would not treat you like that. Your real woman <laughs> is waiting for you to come to scoop her from wherever she at. Okay, because you sound like a very fine fellow. And although this little test you did. You shouldn't have did that shit. That was dumb as fuck. But I mean, I understand mm-hmm. your, your reasoning. But like, when you're in a relationship, you you should not fucking feel the need to be testing somebody that you with. I'm I'm, I'm so motherfucking tired of y'all men and y'all's motherfucking tests and y'all women too. Just be with the fucking person and and take them for who they are. And if they show you some shit without a test they show you some shit that you don't like then you know fucking use your common sense and discernment to figure out how you gonna move through that situation and it's just that simple i honestly look at it differently i feel like he was right for doing the test because you are trying to see if this woman you want to marry and you've been taking care of her for eight years and showing her that you could be her you know she hasn't really been able to you know she ain't been in a position to prove that she would do the same for you you gotta know before you get into a marriage because how would you have felt once you married this girl and then what happened you lose some money and now you actually are broke and do need help and she do you like she did you that's gonna hurt you even more you you'd rather have known this before going into the marriage so i feel like he wasn't wrong i feel like you you did what you had to do to see what type of woman you was dealing with and you surely found out yeah, I mean, I always say, right, before you decide that you want to spend the rest of your life with somebody, you got to see them in all their seasons. You got to see them at their happiest, at their lowest, um, when they're mad at you, how they're going to, you know, act out just so that when you do um, get locked down with this person, that shit doesn't come to you as a surprise. And that you, you know, you agree and you still feel like you can still love them through all of that. And clearly she cannot accept you in your broke season. So you making a very right choice. Keep it moving, brother. You got this. Nope. 
<laughs> she hopped on the next thing smoking. She was not playing. Yeah. Yeah, she out of pocket for that. Oh, and I trust that. Like, damn, B, you ain't even gonna try to help me. You just gonna move on. <laughs> <laughs> trifling. She trifling. OJ, girl, you ain't shit. <laughs> you ain't shit. I hope he broke up with you, girl. Because you wasn't right. Hmm. He said he don't know what to do with her because eight years is a long time to give your life to somebody. Yeah, and then just drop them because, you know, you should have did this a long time ago, my boy. Yeah, you should have did this like while y'all was a year or two in, you know? Mm-hmm. But you wanted to pull this shit during the recession. Mm. First of all, why y'all together for eight <laughs> years and y'all haven't been married? That's wild. <laughs> that is I just wild. thought about that. That's yeah. crazy. You right. That's probably why she That's probably why she did. How many of you proposing me? And then you say you broke. Okay. Cause what is the reason to stay? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> She said, you know what? I'm not bound by no motherfucking marriage to stay with this nigga. You broke. And after all this time, nigga, bye. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. That's, damn. That makes some sense. I yeah. see it. <laughs> Sorry, OJ. We had to see it. I was like, yeah. We, we, we had to see it for the first I was riding with you to analyze the details. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something ain't right here. Damn, the mouth wasn't that big. No, damn that. <laughs> damn. Uh, okay. Well, we put it like that. Yeah, maybe he was overthinking it. Cause what are y'all even doing? Anyway, yeah. Hey, hey. The fuck? It don't take that long to figure out if somebody a soulmate. Okay. Right. Damn. I feel like maybe we just looking for a reason at this point. Cause eight yeah. years in, like eight years, like like what? What the fuck? Eight years? It's, uh, was it going to take you 10 to propose? Was you going to propose at the 10 year mark? You paying for universities and shit, but you ain't proposing? What the fuck? That ain't right, but all this right. Is, this is not it. Like, you didn't you, you didn't feel that connection? Hmm? Yeah, I'm going to need you to go ahead and step to the You side. didn't really love that woman. Go, go recollect yourself, Mr. OJ. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. The next question. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> okay, so next question is from Anonymous. Am I overthinking or what? But I feel like self improvement um, or healing is sold the wrong way. People are viewing self-improvement and healing as this sort of lifestyle switch where you drop all your bad habits and pick up all these new good ones, such as reading, meditating, etc. Most people fail because they think this is a change that happens overnight and they assign too much value to these individual habits. It's not about having a list of this is good and this is bad. That way you are just doing things because you temporarily think they are good for you. I just feel like the system the system for this could be put out better i hope this makes sense yes it makes a lot of sense and i, I do feel like i do feel like um with social media they romanticize the healing journey and the self-love journey and you know they don't show you the real dark side and the real like the reality of what it takes to be healing and becoming a better person and ascending like 
it's not all about you know going to cute little coffee shops and meditating outside and hugging trees and you know collecting crystals and all that like it's not just like that's the base that's the base of it that's like the outside the surface when when they when you're really healing and you really diving deep into that self-improvement it get dark you have to realize Mm -hmm. who you are analyze where you fucked up and actually put forth the energy in the shadows of yourself like you know in in the parts of yourself that is not out on the surface like the parts that you have it's a lot of crying it's a lot of heartache it's a lot of confusion it's a lot of feeling lost and having to find yourself it's a lot of you know going into hermit mode being alone solidarity you know like it it get hard a lot of people have codependency issues that they got to heal from a lot of people have you know these deep rooted traumas that it's not going to change overnight and no matter how many books you read or how much you sit out and meditate in the grass it's still going to be there until you do that work I think self-improvement is all about mindset I mean self-improvement and like starting your healing journey it's all about your mindset like it's not something that you can simply you know just do uh, those habits because that's what you were sold it has to stem naturally from your mindset like it's all about what you believe and if you believe will help you achieve the desired life that you imagine for yourself that's another reason why a lot of people are overly consumed you know content on instagram tiktok youtube or books because people don't be knowing where to start you know they be they be searching for this magical method that's gonna that they think it's just gonna you know that they could do and it's just gonna cure everything when in all actuality it's within yourself you gotta mm-hmm. you gotta want better for yourself you gotta you know know that after you do the work you have to believe that that's helping you become a better person and you have to take the steps to become a better person like none of this is overnight put it to use Mm -hmm. use what you've learned because it's at the end of the day it's for you Mm -hmm. you may have other factors in your life that's helping to motivate you to get it done but at the end of the day it's, it's for you and, and honestly, how I feel, the analogy that I, I feel like best fits the healing journey is like, imagine, because it's a process of unlearning and relearning, yeah. like a whole new thing. So it's like, imagine, say, you want, you tell yourself, I want to heal. That's like saying, okay, I want to move to Africa. I want to move to Africa, right? So I moved to Africa and everybody speaks a complete different language. Everybody speaks French. So me knowing English doesn't matter. I can, I might as well just forget English. Forget that I even know English and learn a new language. If somebody told you to forget how to speak English and learn a whole new language so that you can flourish in a whole nother country, how easy would that be? That's a great analogy. It wouldn't be easy. And thank you, girl. It wouldn't be easy. It would be hard to forget everything that you once knew and learn something completely new so that you can flourish in a whole new environment. But this is the environment that you want to be in. This is the environment that you've manifested for yourself. So are you going to give up and go back to what you know? Or are you going to take the initiative to learn something new? Yeah. 
it's hard, but you got to do it. You got to do your due diligence. You have to persevere no matter what. That's the ugly side and the real side of the healing process. Unlearning all that you thought you knew and replacing it with better, you know, a better mindset, like to to benefit you in the long run. And actually living by that is also the hard part. Yeah. But to answer what you said to um, this uh, anonymous person, um, I don't think you're overthinking this. Um, I definitely believe that the whole healing journey and self-improvement is being sold in the wrong way because it's it's basically being put out there like there's some type of magical cure. You go find it, you do what you're doing. But that's not the case. You're always you should you should always be striving to do better, and you're always going to be healing. You're never really mm-hmm. completely healed. So I believe that we're always healing uh, continuously. That's why mm-hmm. it's not for us to break certain habits or um, stop doing certain things because we we it, you get better at doing it. Um, but you're always you're always learning. You're always. Um, trying to be better yes and to anonymous be the change that you want to see in the world if you feel like people aren't giving out the right description when it comes to self-improvement and healing then be that person that gives a vivid and clear interpretation Mm -hmm. use your phone make a post talk about the real aspects of healing if you feel like it's not enough people out here doing it because there are people out here doing it but maybe you're not you know getting that side of the internet so be that side for yourself we have another question this this too is from someone being anonymous okay what's what's up with y'all not wanting us to know your names <laughs> no um. for real <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this says Okay, so I'm not sure if I'm overthinking this, but I used to be mean to this guy in middle school and high school who likes me, but now I'm in college, and the last thing he said to me before I left to college was, I wish I never met you, and I regret ever liking you. I know a lot of time passed by already, but now I've done some reflecting on some of the things I did to him, and I'm ashamed of my behavior, so I decided to text him and apologize for it. Girl, you're not overthinking that. That's good. You're taking a big mm-hmm. girl's yeah it don't matter how much time has passed by if you had this on your heart and on your chest that you need to apologize for a reason go do it oh that's really sweet i'm glad that she decided to apologize because he was clearly hurt he was very hurt girl and you you shouldn't have been doing the stuff that you did but i'm glad that you know it's better late than ever that you did come around to finding out that that shit was fucked up and you tried to make amends for it now whether he accepts your apology or not what are you gonna do we applaud an accountable queen, period. We do. Mm-hmm. But yeah, even though, even if he don't accept apology, at least you put it out there and you try to make amends. You can't take back what you did. So, you know, it is what it is. Only be better moving forward. And it sounds mm-hmm. that. Yes, that was a really stand up thing to do. Um, don't be expecting him to forgive you. You apologize because he may be in a different state even even though like he sounds like he's a pretty sweet guy he could be in a whole different state uh, of mind whenever you decide to approach and apologize so just go into it 
uh, with no expectations on mm-hmm. his uh, but yeah Especially since he's the one that's hurting this equation you gotta give him time exactly uh, already karma girl that's already karma son right there but just know why you're doing it I guess is what I'm trying to say yeah, yeah your intention should be to make him you know feel better you know for for you to really be genuinely sorry and let him know that uh-huh. you, you feel bad about how you treated him because he didn't deserve it and that you're never going to treat him like that again. Yes. And given the time, the part that y'all, you know, I'm pretty sure you wasn't going to do it again anyway. But, and he definitely let you know he don't ever want to see your ass again. Okay. So the last question is going to be from Landon. I, okay. Am I overthinking or what? Which, oh, I, oh, I have a, am I thinking of what question which is I know people come and go but how do you not get attached to them when they come but I also want to vent about this because it's like we get to meet and know many people most of them leave and very few very few actually stay I've realized whenever I get to know a person I always tend to get desperate to keep them as in keep a contact with them despite knowing the fact that I can't make it happen unless they want it to as well then I want to help them and protect them at all costs whenever they need me I want to make them happy so much that eventually my happiness starts to depend upon them being happy or not and it's not about a single person this goes for literally everyone I tend to make so much emotional investment that I get strongly attached to them and naturally when I detect a slight change of tone or feel like I'm losing contact or if one day they just turn silent all of a sudden it hurts me to to no bound and I hate that the fact that every time I blame myself when I strongly believe it wasn't me as my sole intention I've always been to be kind and empathetic to everyone and help them whenever someone needed me and now I feel like I should learn to not get too attached to people but I just don't know how to go about it codependency is a real thing and that's what it sounds like and you also have abandonment issues to sound like yes definitely that's where codependency roots from abandonment issues yep it do like if that's the root of your problem then that's what you need to be working on the only way that you'll be able to not be attached to people like that is if you work from the root of the problem figure out why you why you fear abandonment so much and why you know it causes you to be codependent on other people why can't you feel whole and complete without the attachment to other people like being alone girl i used to be just like you i'm still like you in a whole lot of ways but like yeah once you once you do the work you figure out what the actual issue is and you start working towards that you'll go get better i promise you it's gonna take a moment it's gonna take a long moment of solidarity in order for you to really get the root of that problem you gotta you gotta get comfortable with being by yourself just because you're alone doesn't mean you're lonely Mm mm-hmm heavy on that but guys it's true it is true but you you gonna see girl just give some time and give yourself grace 
just like we give everybody else grace with their problems we got to give ourselves grace as well that's one thing you got to remember too don't be too hard on yourself but just work on being comfortable in your own essence Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. whenever times that you feel like you were abandoned or whatever the case may be write about those times get that pain out cry about it hug yourself sit alone you know and pour out all those emotions that's rooted in that feeling of abandonment or codependency like just to start out your healing you gotta go deep into your past and figure out what that is or what caused that feeling that pain right but also girl i'm not gonna lie to you just to keep it all the way 1000 with you some people are just gonna leave and not have a reason like some people literally will just up and disappear just because god said it's it's time for them to get the fuck (laughs) like they a lot of people a lot of people when they dip they don't make a scene or like make um or tell you that they about to leave or anything they just they just leave or y'all just stop talking and like you don't have to you know you don't you don't have to always find out why they left you know sometimes the answer will be revealed uh down the road but mm-hmm. yeah people don't just um always give you an explanation as to why they leave so that's something that you have to be comfortable with as well um and, and not saying that it's okay but like you know everything every situation everybody is different Yes, and she ain't gonna be comfortable until she get out of this karmic cycle. She's in a karmic cycle because she's refusing to learn the lesson of not being codependent. And like, she's not doing the shadow work. So if you're not doing the shadow work, you're gonna keep going through this karmic cycle where you keep feeling heartbroken by people leaving your life when it's it's not even necessary for for you to feel this way. It's not something that you could just cover and finish overnight. It's something that you. Have to- dedicated and committed to and you really have to don't that you're it's just like you say you're gonna be living up in a karmic cycle she's just gonna be on a loop mm-hmm. you're gonna keep relearning the same lesson over they're gonna keep putting that same lesson in your face over and over so you learn yup trust me this this comes from experience we're not just- yes <laughs> we know we've experienced this back to back in real life this shit comes from experience and i know that we're so young to be after going through so much but like that's why we're able to talk on the stuff that we do because Mm -hmm. blocks of life so you know that's why we're using our platform to help educate and enlighten you guys on the things that we have done or currently doing or plan to do you know all of that good stuff making we we're making sure that everyone is aware we are spreading awareness self-awareness as well as you know awareness of what's going on in the world you know we're just here for a certain type of guidance for you know our people for the people that need it and the people that are looking for it that is the end of our am i overthinking of what segment um we're gonna go into what we are grateful for at this time um and i would just like to start by saying i'm grateful for bgo period i love my shroomies we love y'all to death um i'm grateful for the opportunity to be able to 
voice my viewpoints on this platform to y'all. You know, be able to spread any kind of knowledge and love and empowerment, you know, through BGO. Um, and I'm also grateful for my soul tribe. I'm very grateful for my soul tribe. Y'all know who y'all are. Y'all are my biggest supporters and y'all keep me above water when I feel like drowning. <laughs> I'm grateful for BGO as well. Love our shroomies. You guys are so awesome and very understanding. And you guys really motivate us to keep on going. This, the progress that Black Girls were thinking is making is really immaculate. Mm-hmm. Especially to think that we just started this fucking last October and now we're coming up on October again. It's about to be a year. BGL is about to be one year old. Like, this is crazy. Our <laughs> <laughs> okay. baby about to learn how to walk. <laughs> like, this is amazing, man. But. Um, I'm also really grateful for the type of mindset that I have and just even having something as simple as common sense because a lot of people don't have it, y'all. Like, truly. That, I'm not period, saying. Friend. <laughs> a lot of people do not have common sense, for real. Mm-hmm. But I'm grateful for the knowledge that I receive, the insights, and just all the times that I was stopped from doing something and even though I thought that you know um, it was a blockage or something in all actuality it was a pause so that I you know couldn't get hurt or Mm -hmm. protection yeah protection protective delays exactly I'm really grateful for stuff like that. I'm so grateful for my baby. He is my world. Like, Shout out to Kami. Period. That little boy. <laughs> yeah, sometimes, but he makes me so happy, y'all. Like, yes. It don't make no sense how much joy a little human can feel. Looking. But, um, yeah, my soul soul family shout out to mambo again <laughs> i hope y'all listen to the last episode yeah shout out to mambo <laughs> <laughs> i got the best mambo too yes we love her to pieces and um shout out to all of our supporters outside of our shrooms like people who support me and if not all most of my business endeavors mm-hmm Anything that I uh, launch, honestly, shout out to y'all. Mm hmm. Awesome. Major love, major love. Yes, but I guess we're gonna close y'all out with the affirmation of the day from the notorious Etna Mode. Yeah, never look back, darling. It distracts from the now. Y'all know what she meant on that. Heavy on the don't look back. (laughs) Yes. Once you did all that work, you cannot go back. Always go forward. 
<laughs> you know, it might be enticing sometimes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? Don't we all? We fucking got this. We got it. <laughs> Stay strong. Stay strong, enlightened ones. <laughs> I can just hear Mambo right now. She was going. You're weak in the knees. Your knees are buckling. <laughs> Get some strength. She needs some milk. <laughs> Strengthen them bones up. Get you some calcium. Goodness gracious. Right. Yes, we love y'all shoomies. It's two o'clock in the morning. Yes, that's how you know we dedicated. <laughs> <laughs> we love y'all. We gonna see y'all in the next episode. Bye. <laughs> Out.